Hello. It's Nia and Trent from the Trident Networks Tournament Podcast. We just wanted to pop in and tell you about the Tourney Pod, where each week we pit different pieces of pop culture against each other in a March Madness-style tournament. We try to cover everything, from movies to TV shows to music to random stuff, like our hotly contested best pasta shape bracket. You can listen to the Tournament Podcast and all other Trident Network shows wherever you get your podcasts. We hope you'll become an attorney at Pod soon enough, and remember, may, may the, the thing with, with the, the most votes win. Oh my god, hi. Welcome back to Disney Adult, the podcast where Chicago comedians review Disney properties from the perspective of adults. Today we're discussing Jungle Cruise, another crowd favorite ride. Jungle Cruise, formerly named Jungle River Cruise, is a riverboat amusement ride located in Adventureland-themed sections of various Disney-themed parks. The attraction is a simulated riverboat cruise that travels along a waterway using a concealed guidance system through areas with Asian, African, and South American themes. Park guests board replica steam launches from the 1930s British Explorers Lodge, and audio-animatronic jungle animals are displayed throughout the ride. A live Disney cast member acts as a tour guide and boat skipper that loosely follows a rehearsed script, providing passengers with comedic narrative. Now, the film adaptation starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt was released in 2021 during the ongoing pandemic. And I think that I would consider, it's hard to tell if I would consider, I guess I would consider this successful, this movie successful, but it's really hard to measure. Because of the pandemic and the proliferation of streaming services, Disney made the decision to release the film simultaneously in theaters and on Disney Plus for an additional cost. So you could purchase it at home from your couch. The film grossed about $220 million worldwide, based on its budget of $200 million. Now, something I have learned in recent times is that, you know, a budget for a film doesn't include the marketing budget. So the film probably costs $200 million to make, but there's probably another like 150 or $200 million on top of that for marketing alone, which is fucking bonkers. Um, And it only brought in $220 million in theaters. Having said that, the amount of revenue that it earned through Disney Plus's like additional purchasing, I don't know how much that is. Um, and uh, it's not listed anywhere and they won't report it. And additionally, we're also seeing a shift in how we value these film returns as more and more films are aimed at bolstering the overall streaming services, which uh, by my personal calculations, if there are a hundred and, and I looked this up, if there were 116 million subscribers to Disney Plus at roughly $6 a person, you know, give or take subscribers who renew annually for a discount, I am guessing that Disney Plus brought in close to $600 million in total subscriptions the month that Jungle Cruise was released. Now, how much of that is, I mean, I'm sure very little of that is in a coordination with Jungle Cruise, but the end game is that these films are are sort of produced and meant to be put on a platform so that you continue to subscribe and know that Disney Plus has the best content, XYZ, all the streaming services are doing this, so that then they can just rake in $600 million a month. Y'all, this is so much money. <laughs> anyway, to discuss whether or not the film was successful... I am joined by Gregory Taylor Hill and Katie Dolan, 
and we had some fun discussing this romp. So without further ado, here we go. All right, let me pull up my plot so I have it here. And we'll dive right in. All right, there we go. Looks like fresh. Oi, the plot is long. Yo, there's like <laughs> the six, seven. Long. There's like seven writers, six, seven writers. I said, damn. And I they know. all got their thing in. They, they for real, did. they made sure everybody had time for it. Yeah. Because also, whatever you were like, I need 15 extra minutes. I was like, I'm surprised you can get it done in 15. I was like, she's gonna need two hours. This movie is so long. Whenever yeah. it looked like transitory, I was yeah. like, skip. And then I was looking for <laughs> just towards the end. Oh yeah, and by the way, you—I'm sure you didn't miss anything. No. Um, speaking of, while we're talking, we are talking about the movie Jungle Cruise today. Something else I forgot to tell you, um, because this—I'm really dropping the ball a lot on this season. Uh, this season's theme is movies based on rides. So all the movies oh. we're covering this season, because there are enough for a season, are movies where Disney said, hmm, what's a fun sort of way that we can have a two-hour commercial for our park? And then they keep coming up with these movies that continuously are the worst things we've ever seen. This is, and we'll get into this in a moment, but this is, um, especially in comparison, this was a gold mine in comparison to like some of the other stuff we've seen. Um, but we are talking There's about Jungle so Cruise. Yeah, we are. And yo, The Rock is hot. That man okay. we, is, this is sexy. I <laughs> I have not watched a movie with him in it since he was like The Rock. And then like that transition between like Dwayne, The Rock, Johnson. Walking and tall. Yes, exactly, exactly. And then like he was playing, it doesn't matter. But this this movie, he was so like scruff. And like that, when I first saw him on screen, I legitimately was like, if I watched this, if I was a child, I would have had my sexual awakening, like just like from the jump. Because first, first I do have to say, he did pull a J Lo um, because uh, he was playing Latinx in this movie. Is that was that the takeaway that y'all got? I don't really know what he's doing. <laughs> I because, think like, so no, because about- his brother was a conquistador. Yeah, and then there, and the first time I watched this, because this is my second time, the first time I watched this, I thought like, oh yeah, I guess he's playing Latin. That's weird. And then this time, I thought they said something about him being a friend that was taken in, but I also don't know if I caught that or if that was real. Because fast forwarded. And and honestly, it took me two watches to catch it, so it's not like (laughs) yeah, it was too much. Yes, but you think okay? So I have a thing, and then we will get into our feelings on this movie. Katie, feel free to jump in. I, The Rock at this point, and he will never not be The Rock to me. I Every time I yeah, say yeah. Dwayne Johnson, my face ah, hurts. Um, too much. He's too big for me now. Yeah. He went from a period of like being very, very attractive and being like, oh my God, The Rock, to now being like, this, he could kill me. He could, he's like a tank. Um, See, but that was, I was into that though. I was into yeah, I would him. invite him to do that. Exactly. Like, <laughs> check me out. My guy. Okay. Okay. Make me a ghost and then bring me back, you know? Um, yeah. Because, but the thing is, I did like that they kept on mentioning that he was huge. Yeah. Um, and, like, played off of it so, so much because, like, he's gigantic. And, like, I guess, like, on set, I, the, the, I'm keeping on, on set. 
Yeah. First off, I did not watch this movie, but I knew so much about it just because of commercials, I guess. Um, but I guess on set, he had a, his whole um, like workout station and he only let Emily Blunt um, use it. And so like that's like how they like connected. And then their chemistry was top notch. Like the yeah. whole time, I was like, they had to have kissed by now. They had to have. But they yeah. only kissed once at the very end. Uh, you can tell that she yeah. used his gym too. Yeah. yeah. When she's about to jump in the river, I'm like, those biceps. Yeah. Nice biceps. <laughs> yeah. And in, in comparison, she is so tiny. I mean, everybody's tiny compared to The Rock. Like that Jaguar looked tiny compared to The Rock. Yeah. But um, yeah, he was huge. You know what it is for me? It's like when I start to see veins on people, that gives me, that just makes me uncomfortable. And I know that's nobody's fault. And that's actually a sign of, that's a sign of health. It's a sign of like vascular health. There's a point. There's absolutely a limit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, If it's like right here, (laughs) (laughs) it's right on the face. (laughs) It's across their eyeball. When the veins have veins, it's yeah, Yeah. wild. So, what do we think? What are our takeaways before we jump into the plot? How did you both feel about this movie? Um, I'm in Um, grad school right now for um, like a family therapy degree, and I'm loving all the Disney movies that deal with generational trauma. So, that's my adult take. It truly, yeah. truly is a big theme right now. It was. And like I, my major takeaway was like how they uh, used the jungle and how like there was this one part of it where they like had like the bug is like a bug that ate another bug that like then a bird came and ate that and then another bird and then they start fighting. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's a great setup. And then that thing was throughout the whole entire movie. Um, so I just really appreciated that. And then they also that, uh, all the main characters were like either POC women and then gay. And I love how they explored that as well uh, mm-hmm. in a Disney movie. I was very, so yeah. So like my takeaway was like, this is a trip, but I'm writing. It felt like a ride. Oh, it really man. did. Wow. It Whoa. really, <laughs> they did it. They got us. They got us. We got us. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I also agree. I mean, I love this generational trauma thing because when I was a kid in the nineties, it was all like everything, all the stories were about becoming an orphan. They were all revolving around parents dying. And then now Disney's like, but if they stay, it could be a little bit worse. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, very cool, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Yep, very yep, cool. Yep. That's how trauma works. Uh, <laughs> I, I liked this movie a lot, and especially now rewatching like this theme of movies based off rides. This one, especially second time, because we watched it the first time when it came out in the middle of the pandemic, which I'm sure the fact that this was shot in the middle of a pandemic is going to come up a lot in our discussion because there was a lot of, at one point, this movie just becomes green screen the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's so yeah. wild. Um, yeah. But I, I really enjoy it. It's so fun. They are so good, both of There's them. A, they are. And then also, like the animation, I could tell, like, <laughs> <laughs> like going back to the pandemic like i could tell that these people like the animation of the tiger his tiger initially was not super good no. um, but then like it got better throughout and i was like oh okay so like you didn't want to work that day you were just depressed gotta, gotta, gotta. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're like stepping it up for the also for the uh the three other conquistador conquistadors am i saying this correctly? Mm-hmm. uh yeah, conquistadors i believe Unless, I mean, that's what I thought. So either we're both cool. idiots or we're both right. Cool. Conquistadors. Hey, 
Yeah, there we go. <laughs> the, the folks, uh, they, uh, <laughs> they, uh, their animation was fantastic. Like the snake, oh, yeah. and the honey, and the bees, and was that, there was one more. But one was a tree. A tree, yes. And they I was were like, so cool. Oh, God, like y'all pit y'all time, y'all foot in this shit. But yeah. then cut to like the scorpion in the beginning, where like the scorpion, the uh, tarantula, they were fighting. That animation was whack. And I was like, okay, yeah. okay, I see you. I see you. I see you. Y'all were tired. And yeah, I wonder how much of that was done, was like getting done as the pandemic was kind of settling in. And then the rest was kind of like, oh, okay, well, only two people in a room today. <laughs> <laughs> Who can draw a scorpion? <laughs> you got it, right? Come on, come yeah. on. We got an intern now. Figure it out. <laughs> you want to be in the credits? Come on, let's go. <laughs> All right, let's jump into this plot. And I am sure, by the way, this plot is so long and um a reoccurring theme on this people love whoever puts up the wikipedia plots of movies loves to like flex on the history that they know and include full names and details when you could use the actor's name and i would be fine with it um and this it plot is one two three four five six seven eight eight and a half paragraphs long so let's jump in, shall we? Um, in 1556, Don leads Spanish conquistadors to South America to search for, um, oh my God, I'm going to fucking butcher this, uh, Lagrimas de Cristal tree, whose flowers cure illness, heal injuries, and lift curses. After many conquistadors die, the, uh, what, what were they, the Puca Michuno? Uh, Machuna tribe heals the sickened survivors of the, with the tree flowers when the tribal chief refuses to reveal the tree's location um don stabs him and burns the village to the ground the dying chief curses the conquistadors making them immortal and unable to leave sight of the amazon river without being dragged back to the jungle itself i buy the jungle itself i thought that curse was so cool i yeah. thought the idea of like you're always cursed by the river and you have to stay in sight of the river or else the jungle will pull you back it was just like something that i guess i had never sort of sometimes those curses are like really tropey and they repeat themselves and i just thought that was su such a cool curse yeah because it's like you're on a ride you know <laughs> i appreciate that I know you could do the whole demon trope that they'll never escape you. You can't ever get too far away from them, that kind of thing. Um, but also the way that nature like will come back and yeah. reclaim its space is also a cool take that I just came up with. So. Yeah, very, very cool. <laughs> um, I also love, and when the trees came to get you, they came to get you. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, they I'm, like yoked your ass out of you'd be sitting at a dinner table and be like, Wah! it was so cool. Yeah, I was scared shitless with the with the uh snakes too. Oh yeah. Because like the perspective of them, I was like, that I don't like this. I just saw like the back of your mouth snake, and I don't need that ever to happen in my life, especially for like anim like the yeah. animations are too real for that. But but I also love the um the uh i forget someone 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 talk now uh, um the bees the trees the um the yes. man with knees i hate uh, knees i don't ever want to see an exposed knee in a movie it's disgusting <laughs> thing. scandalous um i i loved that they uh their use of color 
in the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Where it's just like how like nature can be so colorful and like so um, like neon. Um, or it can turn into stone. Or it can turn yeah. into stone. Or it can turn into stone. Yeah, yeah. So cool. It was so fucking cool. And th- because the their use of roots also like with the tree because his hands, that they all were roots and they were just like choking them out and then how they all... Um, I'm just losing my train of thought. I truly just got it from a nap and I'm taking like a No, a no, no, you're just, hey, 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 <laughs> hey, we're all doing fine. We just watched an amazing movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So in uh, 19, let's let's get to our other main characters as well. Mm-hmm. In 1916, London, Dr. Lily uh Hofton. I'm so bad with names. T- Hotton Tears of the Moon research is presented by her brother, McGregor, to the Royal Society. The Hottons, hoping to revolutionize both medicine and the British war effort, request access to a recently acquired arrowhead artifact. But the request is denied and the tree is considered a myth and female scientists are disfavored. However, believing that the arrowhead and her old Amazon map are the key to finding the tree, Lily steals it, narrowly evading Prince... Uh, Joaquin. 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 Yeah. Who is I do he- have a note. Oh, yes, so far, please. Yeah. Okay. Yes, please. So um at that point when we were seeing that she was like mouthing the words to what McGregor was saying, yeah. I said, of course, Emily Blunt is the Ruth Bader Ginsburg to her closeted husband <laughs> slash brother question mark, which of course is answered later. <laughs> That's what I had for there. Uh, oh, yes. and then after that I said, I'm gonna be mad about all the misogyny. Yeah, yeah, throughout the whole entire movie. Yeah. Um, but but the, okay, but like, yes, I was pissed about the misogyny, but I also was pissed about like how they, like she just didn't know any boundaries in Lee Blunt's character. Like he set the boundary of like, all right, cool, like don't go into my space. And then like, she just immediately went to her space like later on and- He's been lying the whole time. I know, I know, he, 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 ha- he has been lying the whole time to Not her. Not that it justifies it. It, it, it. Exactly, but like, I don't know, I I- I wanted to make everybody a little more heroic than they actually were. But then I guess that's like my own, like how I was raised on Disney and like how Disney yeah. is now being portrayed. Uh, it's just completely different. So I just kept on being like, oh, like these are all like heroes and they're not liars. They're not like backstabbers or whatever. But The Rock, he, yeah, he was a liar. He was a liar. But like also they just met like 10 minutes, like within yeah. 10 minutes and then jumped on a boat. And she was very demanding immediately. Very demanding. <laughs> yeah very demanding like she like was busting down his door oh yeah to, to get in and like talk with him i'm like yo again you don't know this man and yet mm-hmm. you feel like you have the privilege to like walk into his space and be like yeah no talk to me i have money uh, yeah uh, whenever she did that uh, first of all there is a scene where she is like going through this article she steals the arrowhead and she's like hopping around and like fighting off these dudes um and like using one of those library uh ladders as a device to get around that was so cool it was so cool i was like she better if she could take it you it's too bad so sad she's a superhero look at her go <laughs> like, yeah, was, at you mean, that like, point oh sorry no keep um going. at that point very quickly i said this is mission impossible meets jumanji yes mm-hmm. yes and you <laughs> major major jumanji vibes and i was like yes like the, jumanji is the reason why i love those ladders and i love yeah. that like they bring in this is like the next generation of like young folks Just, it's like, so i love a ladder. an adventure movie i was like this might be the first time i've watched an adventure movie in a long time and she was bold i mean she would truly throughout the whole movie would go into and i wouldn't say that i necessarily was like oh girl don't do that i was more so just like 
I felt like she made me feel like such a stoner. Every time she was, <laughs> she was so driven and she was like, not going to take no for an answer. And I was just on the couch being like, wow, you like really care about this. <laughs> literally pulled off. I was like, oh my God. Well, ha- I mean, and props to everybody around her who are just like, no, this is my space. I'd be like, what? Okay. You want to look at my secret journal that's in the basement? I'm like, okay, but God, wow. Calm down. I was just like, whoa, you, this is really important to you. <laughs> Like I mean, she couldn't even. I mean, we, I mean, I'm I'm skipping throughout this movie, but like she couldn't oh, even no, swim. Please. She couldn't even swim, and she said like, "Yes, let's go on this whole adventure." And like that within itself was like that is a move. Yeah. Uh, speaking speaking as a person who cannot swim, I <sighs> barely like the idea of a cruise. You know. No. Exactly. And and she's on this shaky wooden boat with a stranger and her brother. Like, what are you talking about? She, she like, don't even respect her. her own boundaries. Like, Come one of your boundaries on. is that you <laughs> can't swim. Yo, and she's like, yo. what if I'm on in the rapids? Let's go. Once again, my yeah. ass was like, okay, if you want to risk it, whatever, girl. I'll be back here with a cat. <laughs> her whole thing, though, is making breaking boundaries. Yeah. The pants. Yeah. She's called uh, pants throughout, you know? Love it. There was a moment where, and I was too moved by this. Sometimes I get really <laughs> emotional and moved over things where I, I take a step back and then I go, oh, whatever, it worked for me. Um, <laughs> at one point, he was like, why are you drawing attention to yourself by wearing these pants? And she said yeah. something, first of all, it was whatever, however she phrased it, was so British. But she essentially said like, I, and I don't care in the slightest. And I was like, mm. I need to adopt that. I need to just be like, you know, this is really going to mess up people's life. And honestly, I couldn't care less. Yo, <laughs> I was like, yo, she I, is a hero. I feel that so hard to get like deep for a second. Like I, when it comes to like, I've been really trying to like uh, live in like this very like white supremacy space for a long time, like trying to like, uh, I seem like to the to the culture that was around me. Like at first, like I came like to Chicago to like be the thing, do the whatever, and like I had my own like personality. Uh, but then I started to fall into like the uh, into, like the tropes of the folks around me. Yeah, and and then watching this movie and therapy. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what if it was just this movie? Like this, just this movie. I was like, you know this what? movie alone. You have to call There's your therapist and be like, um, I just did. Somebody just did your job for you. <laughs> I don't actually need you. I pay you every week for why I shouldn't get this. That person's name was Emily Blunt. <laughs> Give her a call. Come, come on. Okay, you, you have her number, right? She's taking your clients. <laughs> uh, but uh, just like uh, the idea is just not caring about like what other folks think and just going on your own path. Because like, I mean, she had the means to do all these things, but uh, she kept on hit- hitting those ceilings because um, everybody else had their own uh, ideologies when it came to uh, her own, her path. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. And so, so like, yes, uh, I think that that's probably why it disturbed me so much because she kept on like stepping on other people's boundaries to get through because I've been so aware and conscious of other people's boundaries, thus making me like smaller. And yet she was like uh, so bright along with like the rock in the end. And when they were holding hands, walking that down. was so cute. I that hated was... it. We oh, hated it, but I hated I love it. So much. I love let's save, so, okay, so let's much. save it for the end. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But on that moment though, Somebody I will, knows. there is, um, uh, there is, 
because this movie has, and it's not a huge political bend, but it is a little bit of like, you have a lot of these characters who are, are sort of marginalized. We're talking about like the brother and sister sort of share uh, a space of, of not being able to live their fullest lives because of what the society around them will allow them to do. Exactly. So because of that, it really, because I mean, I do think as marginalized people, you oftentimes just feel like, oh, I want to do this thing, but it's not worth the mental gymnastics I have to go through or the headache I have or like what people are, I just like don't even want to deal with it. It's not even so much that sometimes you care. It's just like, I don't want to have to explain to people around me why I want to do the things I want to do. So I'm just, it's not worth it. So that little, and then again, maybe it is, I've been locked in the house for two years, but when she said like, I don't give a shit about what everything. And I was like, that is so cool to see a character who like truly just does not care. Yeah, because like, you just want to be. You just want to yeah. be, like, period. Having like, said I, that, you can't break into people's houses. <laughs> no, uh, no, uh, repeatedly. <laughs> like, you stole, fam. Uh, but it was already stolen, you know? Yeah, she's like, her main skill was picking locks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She had it in her pocket the whole time. Yeah. Let's go, come on. Her main, yes, and thievery. The whole yeah. movie, she's like, I'm going to go steal this plant. Let's go. Let's go. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Nothing. So arriving in the first, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Arriving in the first Brazilian Republic, Lily and McGregor search for a guide. They navigate. Okay, so we find this. They find Frank Wolf, um, who offers them a cruise. He has this whole thing, which it's not a huge part of the movie, but I would be Paul Giamatti's character. That's the only characters I want to. I only want to play people who like have are visibly uh, disheveled. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> it's uh, so fun. I it's so, such a fun. Anyway, um, they I, I, they steal this boat or like they get his boat off the and uh, I'm all over the place. I love Paul Giamatti though. Because I want oh, just yes. want to give a shout out to him. Like since Big Fat Liar, I've been in mm-hmm. love with that man. He yes. doesn't care about mm-hmm. his skin. He he's like, yes, I'm gonna go in for the crap. He turned his skin blue for that movie and then cut to this movie. He he the he made the choice to like have a burnt skin because he was in the jungle. Like his head, his, his skin was red the yes. entire movie. And I love that so much. It's it was a so little detail just for fun. him. Ugh. It was so fun. Like, come on, be creative. So they steal, they get the boat out of the heart and they're immediately being chased by this prince who's in like a submarine. I thought that was so funny and ridiculous. Like that submarine fits in this river. Um, <laughs> but also it was just wild enough. And at one point there's like a torpedo that, and they like yeah. ski jump off. It's just yeah. ridiculous. It was. Uh, um, in Frank's. Uh, here, Frank steals back the possessions, blah, 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 blah. In Frank's cabin, Lily finds photos and sketches of modern inventions as well as research on the tears of the moon. She accuses him of seeking the tree, but he insists that he gave up long ago. They are captured, but I feel like we missed a whole ton of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they don't put it in here, so I guess we didn't miss much. Um, Before this, though, they're like on the river for a while. Oh, that's all character development. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there is, I do think it's important that they sort of start establishing they have this, like, an immediate chemistry between the two of them. They really do. Um, I really, I do like the brother. Me too. Yeah. I like that the brother kind of likes him too, or like has, um, gets his puns and, and finds him endearing. Um, I also really loved the corniness of The Rock. Yeah. Like 
like that was that made him hotter to me and i was like mm -hmm. like you and these dad jokes keep on saying them like well, you a cutie have either of you been to uh walt disney world no. and a long this time ago Absolutely. no Absolutely. so but something we only know because i went to disney world a few years ago <laughs> is something <laughs> i only evidence <laughs> something i only know because i have annual passes and i'm telecommuting it from there now um is that the the history of this ride in Disney World is that the hosts, like the, the teens who operate the ride, they just do pun after pun after pun after pun the whole time you're on the ride. So like that's the yeah. whole bit is that it's like these ridiculous jokes that like get written by new teenage cast members and they'll put in a new one and then you kind of pass them down through the generations. So the fact that they were able to work it into making it his character choice. Yeah. And felt at some like, point, he said, I can't turn story. it off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. like he was about to die. I mean, he can't die. I, but I can't I, turn it off. No. Exactly. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> um So they're they're on the river for a while. Then she does. She breaks into his... By the way, the the downstairs of this boat, I don't understand how boats It's work. too big. Epic. It's too it's big. bigger than the yeah. boat. Yeah. It's yeah. big. <laughs> nothing was damaged so much, you know oh yeah and then, like and then all the papers were just like they were just flat like it was it was like nothing even happened like there was yeah. no water Completely damage on any flat. of the maps no water, yeah nothing nothing i'm like okay what what did you do for those 400 years man you just like protected this one sacred space i scotch guarded my <laughs> quarters <laughs> yeah, it was wild and also how often or how long the the jaguar just stays down there i didn't like yeah. that I was like imagining yeah. Yeah. The, like Jaguar's own storyline where it gets to go out in the jungle then find the boat again like to make myself feel better about its captivity yeah 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 also very, very small boat. also I'm not a humongous fan of movies that like that paint deadly animals as friendly I mean mm. so cute Especially after Tiger King. Exactly. So yeah. cute. So cuddly. It, you Another love thing it. we went through during the pandemic. Exactly. We definitely did. Gosh. And what most people don't know is that this is in the Tiger King universe. And that is one of the cats that escaped the Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> and went back, back in time. Know. Also traveled exactly. back in time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it, had, it had the time. Okay. It had the time. <laughs> um, so we start to... It, it, we find out that he's known more about this and he never, and I can't keep track of it. I'm not going to be able to keep track of like which lies he kind of tells. Cause he's like revealing lies the whole way through the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then at the end it makes sense, but until then it doesn't. Um, she accuses him of seeking the tree, but he insists that he gave it up long ago. They're captured by the Puka Machina, uh, Michuna tribe disguised as cannibals, but quickly release them as they were hired by Frank angered Lily begins to doubt Frank. The tribal chief, Trader Sam, translates the symbols in the arrowhead, revealing the tree's location and that it only blooms under the blood blooms under the blood moon. Okay, a couple questions. Yeah. yeah. How did he notify them that they were coming? Yes, and then also, um, I did not appreciate how um, how. Uh, truly for lack of a better word dumb they made these uh, folks sing. Yeah. uh and then there was like the, then the one uh woman who uh, translated everything like i wanted to know way more about her i was like tell me like what draft do you have that like she was a, a more like main character because like i needed more i just needed more yeah That's it. Well, she, was she really comes in like fights at the end she shows up out of nowhere yeah 
Wait, does she? She was no. I, that would be cool because she was oh. on. I think she was. She was with McGregor when the submarine showed up, and she yeah, was and like she deuces, jumped. and she jumped <laughs> in the river. <laughs> but to see her like come back when they're fighting at the end would be great. Yeah, yeah something. They were really cool. I couldn't tell because the movie doesn't make it super clear. At the beginning, we see them because when he's like fooling all those people on the boat, um, if that's the same tribe, because they were also like so far away the second time you see them. They're like two days away on a boat. Did they already do the water? They already went through the rapids, not the waterfall. Yeah. And he wouldn't have even gone that way. Exactly. Right. So I... And, and it's not adding up. <laughs> he wasn't. did say, I didn't have time to call this off, but at that point, is he still lying? Right. Not only that, but also like, did, when did you call him the first time? Like, did I thought you guys like had a stake and then had to run and then you've been on the river since. Oh, I almost dipped over my Diet Coke all over my laptop. Um, <laughs> but yes, I... It, this part was weird. I liked the fight scene. I liked that it was like, we get to see these people come to life, these conquistadors, and they all have weird powers yeah. and, and all that. But um, the uh, Pukabichuna tribe is like used as setting, basically. Exactly. And then like he came in, uh, the brother came in, he was teaching them about the, uh, what do you call it, the golf thing? The... The, yeah, the driver driver oh, yeah. the driver yeah. <laughs> and i'm like okay so you like y'all all cool now right like y'all like chatted up did, did your thing and rather than like letting them tell you more about like their culture and like you like coming into this space you're teaching them about like this club um and like they brought it back around and it was a joke uh but then also it's like why why are we like making these people a punchline uh because uh like they have like a full culture that we're now in right like we're, we are in your space and also, like, doesn't this flower belong to them? Like, isn't it their flower? Yeah. So I was like, yes. you're, gonna, you're not even going to bring them back flower? And it was stolen. Everybody was knows stolen. if uh. you're making a trip to the dispensary and you have friends at home, <laughs> you pick up a round for everyone. For everybody. It's okay. so true. Especially, have, okay, if the people, especially if the people at your house own the dispensary come come on <laughs> you should be asking come them on. can i go get this can i have a little bit exactly i got you when i know this was stolen i stole it again but like i'm not going to give it back to you because it's for me now no instead i'm going to open it up i'm going to kill the whole tree and i'm going to take one flower that i'm going to bring my boyfriend back to life with thank you i hated it i hated it i have so notes much. about that as well okay well let's get to the end let's get yeah. to the end because that is okay. that is so oh in this time the rock tumbles down a bunch of trees but bam 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 we think he's dead. They find him alive. They have this weird thing where they're going to pull out a sword, but it's like a bunch of sexual innuendo jokes. Um, um, yeah. And I he's like just it. like joshing her the whole time. Yeah. When he's been doing this for 400 years. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Like, and I'm well, like, this is ma- just making the movie longer. And I yeah. have to get on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> also, the, the brother behind, though. The jokes, I was <laughs> like, why of all the moments in this movie, are now the sexual innuendos coming in like i mean it made sense and the scene was funny like the 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 innuendos was like oh okay i get it but it was like of all the times of all the things that have happened to these people i feel like some the out of those seven writers there was one writer who fought for that scene and said Mm -hmm. no 
I want the jokes. Okay, I don't give a fuck about the storyline. I don't give a fuck about none of y'all. I still want to make sure that we have a sexual innuendo in this so the parents can laugh. And like, I mean, I had a good time. I mean, yeah, I wasn't like super upset about it, but it it was similar to like when she was breaking into shit where I was just on the couch kind of like, oh, (laughs) that's funny, but like aren't you guys racing the clock? Yeah, <laughs> like, I was like, pull the fucking knife out. <laughs> what are we doing? Right. So yeah, then they go. Here. There's options. Yeah, they go, they split up because he like passes out because, you know, gays, we pass out. Um, if, I think if, he also broke his leg or something. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On the boat. Just oh yeah, we have that. Oh yeah, yeah. Drag us, Listen to me. These pansy gays can't cut it. Meanwhile, his bone is protruding through the skin. The gay ass bone. Get that shit away. Like, what kind of death drop was that? Get up. Get up, miss. Shake your leg and do it. You can too, motherfucker. So they split up. Uh, he goes with the tribe leader. Um, in a uh, a boat separately. We run into them later. They take his boat, which I think had a name, but I don't remember it. Um, Frank's boat. And they get to this part where they realize that they have to swim to the bottom of this quarry, pull a lever. Yeah. He has the teacher at a swim, pull a yeah. lever. And yeah. then it drains the whole river. That's their first kiss, though. We can't go over that. We can't yes, skip over it, that. Okay, so this is because yeah. there's a moment. Well, first of all, she can't swim, and she's deathly afraid of water, which is like a whole other thing than just not being able to swim. Yeah. Like, for it to be your phobia, under no circumstances. And Extreme. they go to the bottom. She, she swims to the bottom, and she's in this cage thing because she's smaller than him, and they didn't make good use of his size of being like, I can't do this. And then he has to swim to the top grab air i guess because he doesn't breathe he just holds the oxygen in his mouth and then like into her mouth yeah at the bottom and it is their first kiss they the water comes down and then they realize that they're that the guy with uh joaquin with a submarine has her brother and you know the rest of the movie and we'll stop there yeah yeah but how do we feel about their first kiss well, you know, earlier, I, no, go ahead, Gregory. No, 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 Katie, Katie you go. <laughs> okay. Earlier, one of my notes was, um, I'm nervous Emily Blunt becomes a love interest and people forget she's a doctor. <laughs> and then <laughs> um, I said, okay. I said, okay, this is note number 19. Okay, I appreciate that their first kiss was life-preserving for life-preserving purposes. I hope there's no more kissing after this. And there was one. Uh, but one there was. Two. Exactly. <laughs> but there but was. I, uh, as a non-swimmer, um, I did mm-hmm. not appreciate how much trust. She had so much trust when they were under the water. Yeah. Uh, and like that she, like they could see everything. I know for me, like I get tripped out if I'm underneath the water and like it's very very like uh, like muggy and I'm like oh I have no control right now no. and I think like that's that definitely has something to do with, like just like her like she has she loves to have her control she loves to know like I know what I'm doing I'm gonna tell you now and then what you're doing is not right so I'm gonna tell you again this is right and like I have that in me so like to to see her like go in the water like that like yes of course like it's about like pushing the storyline um but like that was that was my biggest rub uh as a non-swimmer i uh, speaking for all non-swimmers out yeah. there um i see you uh we are here i appreciate you i'll even say as a great swimmer 
nobody fucking wants to swim in that murky ass water where you can't no. see anything and there are like nothing nobody and piranhas no matter, were all around him hello oh. and oh yuck yo that was wow I was, and then i was expecting more uh, to happen with his skin from that uh because the piranhas were like eating him up uh and then she was she was pissed about it but like there was a lot of fish around <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. About <laughs> exactly. What do you mean, fish? What, you know what's here? <laughs> yeah, clown. <laughs> My dad had piranhas when we were young. When I was like five years old, he had a, a tank of like three or four piranha. Oh, that, nice. Yeah, I'm sure. You his, can just his, get those? I am <laughs> sure he got them off the black market. So, I mean, like, I have no idea. I'm sure his I asked got them from like a buddy from work. Um. But oh, nobody ever boy. believes me because they're like you. They're I think illegal. I, I think you have to have a license, but they're not nice. Yeah, and nah. I remember being young and my dad's friends coming over and like it, it being three more <laughs> stick your finger in the tank. And they these products would fully take chunks out of his friends' fingers and they would laugh. <laughs> they would laugh. The girls would laugh. And I mean, yeah, by the time I got old enough that it would be a threat that I could climb up there and put it, we had to get rid of them. But um, piranhas are no joke. I mean, they're yeah. not like this movie. Uh, you know, they're not like a homing beacons looking for flesh, <laughs> but they are not fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never experienced one, but like, I, I believe that. I believe you. That's just, <laughs> they're gross. Because no, I don't need that. Ugh. I don't need that. So and the I can't wa- swim? Fuck that. No, keep going. no, you can't swim. It's murky as hell. And there's also like booby traps down there. It's like you can swim to the bottom and get caught in a cage. What? And um, then she got caught. Like she almost died so many times. Ah, ah. Anyways. So then she um, she gets to the very, very bottom. They She pulls the lever. The water comes down. They, they see that their arch nemesis is there. Um, they continue going down further into the catacombs of this this tree place. Um, well, let me read directly from the plot so I don't sound so stupid. <laughs> to the hot, uh, <laughs> to the Houghton's amazement, Frank reappears. Okay, so that's there. Uh, uh, Lily and Frank continue to La Luna Rota waterfall and uncover the temple. Mm- and here we see them there. The Germans and the conquistadors all converge at the tree when La Luna Rota's water is partially drained. So they get to the tree. They're going inside. The um, uh, Joaquin will only let them have one leaf. And they go through this little thing back and forth about who's going to get the who's going to get the leaf, who's going to get the this piece of the tree. They kind of come up with a thing because they're like, "You're dead. I could totally kill you in front of all these people, and nobody will ever know." They go through that plan. Now she's um, scheming with them. She's yeah. scheming. Yeah. She's scheming. Yeah. And then when he, there's also a moment in there where they have this arrowhead that they've been sacredly guarding this whole time, and then based on the assumption of a riddle, they crack it open. And my, the first time I watched that, I was like, oh, it makes sense. This time I got heart palpitations because so I was like, what if that's not right? And you guys just broke it, but it was right. Of course it would but, be but the, because yeah. they have escaped like everything that's unrealistic and just should not have fallen into place fell into place, <laughs> which really pisses me off, but I understand we have to get to the end of a film. <laughs> but it's just and, like, come on. And this one was thick. Uh, this film was, yeah. uh, she was hefty. Uh, but yeah. it also, it's like they they uh, were going on an adventure that like everyone thought was a myth. So like 
already that was like, oh, we are basing this whole thing off of a myth. So a riddle, yeah. fine, we'll figure it out. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Break the arrowhead. <laughs> oh. Yeah. To your, point, to your point, Katie, when they evade that waterfall because he like puts it into high gear or whatever, I was like, oh my God. I, the whole time I was thinking like, what are they going to go the whole way back? They couldn't have made a turn any sooner. And then they're like, actually the driveway is right over there. Right. <laughs> I think I it started, turn. I think it started as a bit to try and get her to the edge literally yeah. and figuratively to get her to turn around. And that was the first moment you actually saw him be afraid. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. 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 And like my palms were definitely sweating the whole entire time, even though I knew that they were going to be safe and all that. But like this movie was very scary at times. Uh, yeah. Also, like, now that I think about it, what a trope. I mean, people almost going off a waterfall is in a lot of movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I can't swim. Come on. <laughs> waterfalls. I don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> so they they figure this out they and this all happens so quickly within what seems like a five minute scene the moon shines on the tree the tree blooms the arrowhead and the gem activate the tree and then there's an all-out fight and chase for these leaves she gets one leaf there's a back and forth the the magic guys are there too they're chasing after one guy and long story short, it ends with the rock and his and the three conquistadors being um, taken by the curse. Yeah. And she gives the last piece of this, Come this on. leaf that could save millions of millions, lives. Millions, millions. She should have saved humanity. <laughs> <laughs> like, who is this so man? Mad. Who is this man? And earlier, she, she's trying to convince him earlier before it. I think as it's draining, she now I said, damn it, she folded because <laughs> now yeah. you can tell she's trying to get him to live another life after 400 years. And I said, oh you're a doctor. You don't need no ghost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh-huh. And then I said what I said about saving humanity. I was just really disappointed. It was. It, it was disappointing, but I was scared the whole time either way, uh, because like Say she does like uh, uh, take the medication back, but and then then all these people start taking it and they live forever. That will fall into the hands of someone who was not nice, who was very very evil, uh, and then they're gonna be just living forever. And like I was like, ah, and then also capitalism. I was like, okay, like this this pure thing, this like very natural thing that's supposed to save all these people will not stay that way. Um, and that's just rubbing the wrong way. Like I just. If, if I could just stay in the world of the movie, that would have been fantastic. But I kept on being yanked out uh, by reality um, because we trash. We trash. Like, yeah, people really force, are. Come on. I uh, will say <laughs> that I could not believe that after this, and you make a great point, Katie. This man has lived <laughs> five or six lives over. He's lived for 400 years. Yeah. Also, what do you talk to a 400-year-old about? Well, she got to teach him yeah, how to goes. drive at the end, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> in her pants, too. Go off. In her full pants suit, which also, to me, like, I really liked the idea of her insisting to wear pants everywhere because she was, like, 
uh, somebody who crosses all these boundaries. I did not feel that her character would be in a full, like, damn near zoot suit with a top hat at the end. I was like, her other pants, I think, would have been fine. I mean, they looked great. <laughs> they looked like like a comedy duo. <laughs> They, they were wearing they matching suits. And her hair looked fantastic, okay? Her hair looked gorgeous, which gorgeous. then made me feel like, okay, who wrote... It made me feel like one of the male writers were like, and then at the end, she wears a full suit. Yeah. To prove. That, and then and then the costume and hair were like, okay, well, she also would have, like, I don't know. It was just very confusing. Um, also, The Rock could not fit that suit. I or that car. That. Like no, not at all. Like I like when he can't fit in a suit. <laughs> nah. Why? Why do you like it? Why do you like it? Why do you like it? Tell me. Tell me more. I saw him in a talk show once, and his thighs are so big he was crossing his legs, and it didn't. It just looked like he had one leg, like really far away from the other one on top of it. He just couldn't. Floating. He's just so big he couldn't even cross his legs, yeah, and his suit was so up, tight. <laughs> I do like the idea of him in a tiny car, though. I like a Fisher Price, like his his knees up. (laughs) (laughs) It's like driving like the Grinch, like. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I hate it. I I was like, why are you gonna save this man? I mean, I get it. Also, there was a scene of her running. They also this is where it talks. It turns fully into CGI the movie, or I mean, green screen the movie. Everything from when they get into this temple was just green screen. It was clearly that this was shot during the pandemic and that. And I completely get it, but. You could still see the string. Like, you see, like, I felt the string the whole time when she kept on jumping. And, like, is, like you can't have the bit where uh, they, like, they swing and his foot goes onto the roof. And then he's, oh, oh, I almost got it, I almost got it, I almost got it. And then they go right back. You can't yeah. have that scene in the same movie as the green screen, like pulling her trousers all the way up, and you can see, you can see like the imprint of the of the string. Her, on her feet pants. go back and she goes forward like a yeah, kid. Yeah, she's like <laughs> 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 you, know, you know goes. when your dad, you know when your dad grabs you by like the belt loop of the back of your pants when you're four years old yes. and like yanks you up. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> whoa. <laughs> oh. And there was also a, a moment where she was clearly running on a treadmill in front of a green screen and her brother was behind her. And they used that same shot three different times to the point where I turned my husband, because it was her second time watching it, I was like, wow, they really love that shot of her running. And she's running. She's like running for her life. She was running. Mm-hmm. And you okay. felt like, I really felt like, like Dr. Hutton is huffing it. Like she, <laughs> he, he wants to get there. But also they use the same exact shot and the same exact composition. Her in like the the right bottom third. It was just wild to me. Um, she like the thing is, I must say, Emily Blunt is a very good runner, and she's a very good like uh, like being very good at being scared. Yeah. Like he woke her up a couple of times and like the way that she just like used her whole body to go like, oh. I was like, oh, Emily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got me too, girl. Hit my spirit. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like she practiced that, you know? So she sacrifices all of humanity to um, save her 400 year old boyfriend. And then, and I missed this the second time we watched this. <laughs> Uh, so I'm glad that I'm reading it here. The moon's last beam blooms a single flower, which Lily takes for research. Returning to the port, Frank sells his business 
to Paul Giamatti. Yeah. This time I watched it and I missed that. And I was like, oh, she really fucked up humanity to save this guy. Yeah. But I kind of remember there being another flower, but I missed it. So I'm once again, I'm sure you were annoyed with like how easily everything unfolds. Yeah. I think because that was the end of the movie and I was trying not to miss the podcast. (laughs) I I didn't see the second flower, but I I didn't see it this time either. I was also like over it at that point because it became about their love relationship. Like why couldn't they just end up being really good friends? You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's like when you see your friend do something and it changes the way you view them, that's how I felt about her. I was like, you're a doctor who's going to throw away all of humanity and the chance at this thing that you just worked so hard to get here for a man you met on Thursday. Also, Also, give her a break, though, because this was how many how many days were they on the water? She's been traumatized how many times? She has not been eating properly. Love is blind. Oh gosh! Oh gosh! But he said he said he didn't want to come back. He said multiple times. Multiple times. Just want to rest. So when he turned to stone, that was purely speculative and selfish. Yeah. Maybe he'll see me. Also, like now he's dehydrated. You know. Yeah, he's yeah. under so much pressure now to just like be in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. yes, yes. I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, so there's just trauma bonded now. Like, like, <laughs> are they ever going to just like leave each other? Or like, oh no, we went through all that. So I guess I love you. Right. Yeah. And he he could only meet her on the river because of the curse. And now yeah. he's like, I'm not locked down to this river anymore. Yeah. Oh. There are a lot of piranha on land. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to go to London. I told you I don't want to go. And yet yeah. I'm here at the end of the movie. Also, I don't even advise that people date people that are like 10 years away from each other because I just feel like you're at two different points in your life. And that's yeah. so you you were just I mean, it works for some people. And I get that wonderful but yes. centuries centuries everything you would ever talk to him about he'd be like you know that's actually not how it worked and then yeah. i'd be like okay yeah. <laughs> like anyway everybody else gets to live with like a general <laughs> vagueness about history but i have to be reminded every single day yeah Boy. not to drive though cool yeah that's cool yeah so then they go back yeah he sells his and then business he's gonna drive away from her that's the part we didn't see now that yeah. he knows he pulls a lever and she like <laughs> springs out of the seat. <laughs> uh, upon their successful return to Britain, Lily becomes a full professor at the University of Cambridge. McGregor rejects the invitation to the membership of the Royal Society. Lily and Frank then explore London together. There was a joke in here that when we watched this, we watched this first time with our friend Adriana, and she did not care about this movie the whole way through. And then the joke where at the end he says something like, uh, he's talking about the um, the tribe that they met and that they have a female uh, chief. And she said they have a woman chief and the, it cuts to all these <laughs> in the room. They just go, oh, <laughs> messy, chief, messy. That killed her. She was like, this movie is so heavy handed. But that's the first time I felt like they leaned into the heavy handedness of the misogyny. And this, like the rest of the time, it, it did not get to her. I thought the joke was like, okay. That really, I mean, she brings it up to this day. <laughs> She'll do he it. Then, I mean, he then says something like, she thought you would say that and yeah. like gets him back. But I I like that he got a little bit stronger. He got stronger through he the did. journey. And then he's able to speak without losing his mind and sweating through his notes and everything. Yeah. But then on his sister's behalf, on a woman's behalf, rejects 
their letter to her, I thought. Yeah. 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 I thought that was on behalf of her. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. she should come in here and have a, you know, because she's like mouthing the words for him at the beginning. Yeah. She yeah. should bust in there and rip up the letter. Or, I don't know. See, um, but the thing is, but the thing is, it's like she probably just didn't want to even spend that energy with these, with this room of dudes. She's like, oh, I got to save yeah. the world now. Yeah. Like, she's I, like, I got to She's out driving exactly. with the rock. I have a suit <laughs> fitting. I have to make it through. <laughs> I must go. <laughs> Oh gosh! Yeah, but and I, the, I did love the line though when he at the end of that speech when he said uh, "shove it up your association." I was like, "Oh, because it's like ass, but association." <laughs> I see yeah. you. I see you. Okay. I did love the puns throughout. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. God, My favorite else. though, because his original puns. This is way back in the beginning when he's doing his tour and he just keeps going, and then the little girl's like, "Mom, please make him stop," and then um, he says. Oh, he loves small children. And then her mouth is open. He goes, close your mouth. That- I started cracking up at that moment. Yes. 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 Like, you don't care. I am 400 years old. I don't give a fuck about you or you or you, my guy. That is so funny. I forgot all about that. Because the mom's like... <laughs> Yeah, and that says, one like black couple. Small child. <laughs> She's a small child. She loves small children. That is so funny. Oh, God. Uh, so that brings us to the end of the movie. On a scale of one to ten, what would you give this movie? I, mm, and don't think about it too hard. I mean, I would say seven. I would say seven. Uh, just because, like, I had a very good time. Uh, mm-hmm. a, a seven sober. Uh, a solid 9.2 high because oh, yeah, it was a ride the whole entire time. Uh, and the colors alone, I would watch the whole thing. Just like blazed. Yeah, okay, beautiful okay. movie. I definitely give it higher marks for how pretty it was. Um, but I really wish The Rock died at the end. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I really did. Like, Because like he, he was put to rest. He was put to rest. Yeah. I was like, oh, that is yeah. so poetic. But then you oh. said, no, come to London. Come to London. <laughs> yeah, come live, in, come live in my, like, two-bedroom. Uh, come on. But she um, had money, though. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She did have money. Yeah. Um, that's probably why he was okay with it. Because he was like, after money the whole time anyway. He was. Yeah. I would um, have liked to see money them. Like, I'm mad that they fell in love because you shouldn't need that to have an incredible story. No. But I would have liked to see them fall in love if she was a hag. If oh yeah, start yeah, to yeah. And she, there was no like physically redemptive moment for her, like some Cinderella bullshit. She was just a hag the whole time, and yeah. they fell in love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I would have loved her to have like a small face growing out of the back of her head. Yes. And that's why <laughs> yes. she needs the flowers. She needs to cure the small face growing out of the back of her head. <laughs> and then at the end, she's like, "I'm actually in love with my other face," and the other face is like, <laughs> <laughs> "Because I am in love with me." <laughs> yeah, yeah, she yeah, zip yeah. lines up that thing <laughs> exactly by <laughs> her trousers yep. with her dad yeah. <laughs> oh. i need to watch it again for the trousers i miss that um uh, this was the clips yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, get it on youtube get it on youtube because this was a long movie i will yeah. give it a i'm gonna i think i i'm gonna copy your score greg i is seven sober nine if you're I mean, and also you like many Disney movies, anything out of the House of Mouse, you cannot look too deep because no. some of this shit just makes 
plain no sense um yeah like when okay look when the brother brings those all of that luggage you can see the boat from the top of the stairs yo yo i'm like you're not dumb like i know you're not dumb i know you're not it's privilege oof it is every other boat but, I've been on lets me have my toiletries. Yeah, <laughs> what literally? It's like, how are we going to eat finger sandwiches? I was like, exactly. and like, why are you wearing a suit on this boat? It's y'all three. Like, who are you getting dressed up for? Like, I it could be just for you, which is a beautiful the thing. Changes. It's not. There's a time and a place to dress for you. It's not in the <laughs> middle of the jungle with mosquitoes that are going to kill you, or like piranhas that are going to chew through the butt, or a jaguar. Like it's a thousand degrees on this river. Wear Bermuda shorts or something. But I did love that one very brief shot of him just laying on the boat, being like, "Oh yeah, my eyeballs are sweating." I also, I also do love that the whole way through, um, uh, Emily Blunt is truly unfazed by the the jungle. She's like, has her hair in a nice side braid and stuff. And her brother is truly me. He's getting like bubbly fungus on his hands. He has like swollen red sunburnt face. At one point he has uh, the tattoo ink from the tribe just across his face. It just looks like he's been marked with blood for the rest of the movie. I was like, that would be me. That would be me trying to not let my bloody chapped lips attract piranhas in the water. Cause they don't get you. Uh, yeah, they don't get you. Uh, but then they, I, I do also want to go right back to the wardrobe because that moment when The Rock came out in a yellow raincoat with linen, I said, like, I wanted the raincoat, but also mm-hmm. I was wondering, like, how extensive is your wardrobe? Who is your designer? Did you make this? Because if you made a whole boat and you made a whole town, why are we not talking about your sewing skills? Because like you did that. You designed the hell out that yellow coat now. That would have been so cute. It would have been. It would have been. Like you like even uh, make it Maryland, make it leather work. I don't care. Yeah. But like no, have that, a knitting I, basket in the corner. Go, yeah. go. That boat's yes, big yes, enough. Centuries. Exactly. You, you know don't every care. craft. The boat's Come big on. enough for everything else. He can have a sewing corner. Come on. He is a singer. <laughs> it's like one of those uh, like ends with the foot. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be real cute with his big ass. Oh. <laughs> I'm so funny. mean. I just when I try to make big rock, my tongue comes out. I'm like <laughs> that was his thing though. Yeah. Can you smell it? <laughs> oh. All right, so we ha- we do have some final questions we like to ask. Uh, and these questions come from a tradition on this podcast that is so, as evidenced by how I plan this thing, um, no consistency and completely like whatever we want at any moment. Uh, but we ask these questions about how Disney is, because lo- every question on this list has come from seeing repeated patterns in Disney movies. Um, the full list of questions is like 23 long, but we pick and choose a couple here and there. Um, there are no wrong answers to this. It's all opinion. It's all whatever you feel. And um, I will answer first to give you time to think because some of these are really, really heady. Question number one, who in this film has hot dad energy? The Rock. Okay. Yes. The Rock. (laughs) Hot ass. Dwayne, the seven foot tall Rock Johnson. Come on. Yes. Um, the conquistador. Ah, that's who I was gonna say. Yeah, especially uh, when you learned at the end that he he did the whole trip for his daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is that? Edgar Ramirez. Who is that town? 
he yeah. is hot and he had and there was a point where he has this like cool like um side part like huge side part situation that was like so good (laughs) and then when they cut back to when the rock is like playing his brother but also maybe like friend who lives with him we kind of don't know um they put the rock in a wig y'all as a as a champion and an enthusiast of wigs. I think every person on the face of the earth should wear wigs. And I think we should stop asking questions about people who are wearing wigs or like people, it just needs to become a normal part of society. Except for The Rock. The Rock is too big to be putting on any of these wigs. He needs a double stack. He definitely does. Like he tries, he's like, I'm black. Like we wear wigs. We can do this. We can make it happen. Uh, but nah, fam, it wasn't for you. Uh, it's like how, how he been laid. I was like, who? Who permed your head, man? <laughs> Why your hair so straight? That's not natural. My guy, you have to look, look in it the up. jungle. You're they also jungle didn't show his lane. face much. No. He was supposed to be like 20 or something or late teens. I don't know when they had kids back then, 400 years ago. But he was supposed to look so young. So it's like yeah. silky hair. And then you only see his forehead when he's hugging his brother. And even his forehead, it's like, you're an, a man. <laughs> yeah. You're in your 40s or 50s. <laughs> And there's that moment when they're telling the story of his brother is about to uh, start killing everybody and he jumps in. He's like, it's my moment. I realized I had to like turn on my brother. Yeah. And all the weight of the moment is removed because they cut to the rock in just the tiniest little wig. (laughs) We're such a huge man. The wig's so tiny. Why is the wig so tiny? Because he's young. (laughs) And usually, and I say, (laughs) I say this as a drag queen. I, whenever I wear wigs and drag, I have to double stack them or I have to tease them incredibly big to like purport to look more feminine. Because normally, if you just put a wig on a man, it just looks like men's hair on a wig. His look like doll hair on The Rock because The Rock is so big. He needed a double stacked wig. Yeah. Do you think it was also but, to make him look younger? Like, imagine if you could that he was smaller <laughs> at this time. Yeah, you know? that's the other thing is when you're that big all the time, you're never gonna look young. Oh, oh wow. there are interviews and pictures of him as like a 17 year old, and he looks like a 40 year old body. <laughs> and <laughs> he has stories of like older women trying to pick him up at the grocery store or whatever and he's like i'm in high school <laughs> that, that is that would that is so mortifying oh yeah, i'm actually going to homecoming <laughs> yeah could you imagine being like hey i just yeah aren't you my getting, homeroom teacher yeah. <laughs> <laughs> miss crabtree chill out okay <laughs> oh sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> i saw you move those desks and i, I went into i don't zone. have my teacher glasses <laughs> <on that. laughs> daisies, but them dollars <laughs> <laughs> um is who in this film has narc energy um i'm gonna go ahead at first you feel that it's paul giamatti yeah. Because Paul is very much narc status. Um, however, I I don't like them little bees. I don't <laughs> like those bees that are flying the whole way through the jungle and tattling. See, but the thing is, but the but the bees they knew they they had a fraternity among themselves. Okay, they said, you know what, you kill my brother, so I'm gonna come after you. Okay, <laughs> and I got you. Uh, so I appreciated that energy. Okay, uh, but uh, but uh, I would say the, the major narc energy. I would say the brother before 
uh, like before him getting onto the boat. And then after he like was like, you know what? No, I am me and I am queer and let's go. Uh, and yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I love that journey, like narking to queerdom. The story uh, of my I'm life, gonna, baby. I'm going to go with the, the guy in the very beginning. I think he's the curator of all of these ancient artifacts because he says, Joaquim's name and then Joaquim kills all the guys he's you told them my name and then (laughs) (laughs) also I know that they're like every moment is to serve the end of the movie but the brother like told them told Joaquim so quickly where they were and I would have liked a little bit more fight I do also appreciate that he was trying to save the whole tribe yeah that it was either kill the tribe or tell me where your sister is yeah Jesus. yeah i forgot yeah he did do that like so quick yeah. <laughs> very quick he wasted no yeah. time mm-hmm. um if you could replace anybody in this movie one person in the movie with rosie o'donnell and another Emily person in this, danny devito is the second person <laughs> and i think we know it's gotta be the rock is replaced by danny devito mm-hmm. and rosie o'donnell is placed by Emily or Emily Blunt is replaced by Rosie O'Donnell. Okay, so I agree with the Rosie O'Donnell. Yes, um, but The Rock should not be replaced. Uh, he was too much eye candy throughout the whole entire time. Um, <laughs> the, I, the Jaguar should be replaced by Danny DeVito. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine him busting through a window? <laughs> <laughs> and it's Danny DeVito in like a Party City Jaguar costume. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But like into it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because he went to Juilliard. <laughs> what was the ja- the Jaguar's name that he had a million every year? They just gave the Jaguar the same name every time another Proxima or something like that? Yes. Yeah, Proxima. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the closest star to the moon or something like that. <sighs> Snooze yeah. alert, Rock. <laughs> you have 400 years, you can't come up with one other name for your yeah. animal. Let me tell you, my, my grandpa was the same exact way. He named every single dog Silk. And he would he would like legitimately rotate through dogs like back and forth, which isn't it wasn't great because he had this one dog <laughs> named Peanut that that they had for like twelve years. Like it was like like it was their childhood dog, and like my mom like still talks about like how much they loved it. Um, but then like when he died, my grandpa was like, "Nah, every dog silk," uh, uh, because <laughs> because he never got over a Peanut, man. Uh, so I get it. He was just, he was just healing. Okay, the Rock was just healing. He said four hundred years of no therapy, you know. Your grandpa sounds cool. Silk is such a cool name for a dog. Yo, so, I mean, they used because he used to be called Silk back in the day and Bootleg. He was he was a cool motherfucker. He really man. was. <laughs> <laughs> My dog's name was Oscar. <laughs> uh, you get it from the wild. Oh, oh, oh no, oh, oh. I named it Oscar. I was like, what if his name was Oscar? <laughs> so fucking stupid. Who were you saying that to? And uh, what was their response? My parents, they're like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and then we just called him Doogie. <laughs> you know, like, like your dog Howler? has a name. Your dog has a name, and then you give it like a different nickname immediately upon it, like chooses its name or it name presents itself in its life. Yeah. It was very much every dog we ever had was they had a their name that we gave them. And then like by year two, we're like, the name is or like his name is Oscar, but we just call him Doogie. <laughs> and not Doogie, Dookie, D-O-O-K-I-E, like poop. Yo. Like we named him Yo. like poop. 
Yo. <laughs> Dookie. Yeah. Get off the couch, Dookie. Yo, yo. Uh, gosh. Dookie used to be like the only way I used to refer to uh, bowel like movements. Yeah. Um, and, and then people used to drag me like, that's that's a disgusting word. And I was like, no. It's, it's so fun. Dookie. <laughs> Dookie. Now and we then we had another. They had a, we had a brother and sister name was their nicknames were Dookie and Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Dookie. Baby uh, Dookie. Oh. I dated a Serbian guy whose nickname from his mom was Dookie. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's spelled like Duke, but in Serbian, Dookie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, with the accent, okay. it sounds okay, the better. Accent is different. Yeah. Yeah, Dookie. but when he would explain it to people, he's like, you're going to come to my house. My mom's going to call me Dookie. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's cool. It's thing. fine. Yeah. Don't. Just don't say anything. She loves me. She does nothing. I'm shit. Okay. <laughs> I um, cracked up anyway. It's so funny. A mom <laughs> calling a kid Dookie is the funniest thing in the world. There's somebody Dookie, on YouTube <laughs> who named her daughter Poot, unless it's a bit. That is... This person came up in my whatever feed <sighs> sorts. That poor kid. Poot. Exactly. That poor kid is going to go to school and they're going to be like, your mom, we're not going to make fun of you because your mom already did it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a drag alone. Oh, God. And then last question on, um, uh, or our last question that we have to ask is, there's two. Is there an element of rich people trying to have sex with poor people in this? Yes. 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 Keep going. That's it. Dis- oh. or that's the first one disney why is that so common um and then the second the follow-up to that is if the main characters weren't hot would this story even happen oof i mean I, that's debatable no i think they had to fall in love at the end because that's how these movies have to go and yeah. somebody would ask for their fucking money back if they didn't and they had to be beautiful yeah and i would have better reviews of this movie i don't think i gave it numbers but oh do you uh, want to give them numbers now i think it would be the same like seven and yeah. nine yeah nine because it's so pretty and seven because i was so disappointed by the end. <laughs> um yeah had emily blunt's character been a hag or pick another word she had not been emily blunt yeah i would have appreciated it more but it would never have gotten funding well, I would say 100% agree, but I will say if it were, this story could still work if they weren't trying to do it, but it's to your point, like they're never going to, especially Disney of all the studios is never going to put a huge family blockbuster like this and not going to have some element of romance in it because they know like, oh, that'll make the people who are expecting that from this film. Like yeah. to your point, it would be so cool if it was just like, a, what if a, like it was just another lady who had the boat? That's what I was just yeah. about to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, why not? Yeah, and she's just as big and as gruff as The Rock. Yeah, come on. Really? Not I'm... just as big. But... I think so. <laughs> I mean, I think I... so. I mean, I love Encanto. Okay? <laughs> right? Oh, okay. totally. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Um, she was a cartoon, though. But yeah. for me, the movie, uh, for, for this big of a budget, uh yes. too much eye candy yes i want the rock so much if this was like an indie film i still would have watched it because he the rock would have just been the rock in the end yeah. uh, and i would have loved i would love that even even more uh so if this movie had a lower budget uh i i could i could buy it you know yeah it's michael okay. sarah instead of the rock <laughs> what if it what if it's the rock playing his character 
and Jason Momoa playing Emily Blunt's character because those are my two. Wow. Oh, wow. Who would Aquaman who? and The Rock? I would oh my get into it. Teaching yeah. Aquaman how to swim? The fuck? Yeah. Come on. Right? <laughs> right? You, you, know, Jason, like you know Jason Momoa would never take a role in which he his character wasn't able to swim. <laughs> but I would watch it though. <laughs> I really I love that Jason it. Momoa, it, it, I love that all of his films and his characters oftentimes center around being around the ocean or just being like, he would just sign on to do something new, which I'm going to butcher it because I have no idea, but I just saw that he signed on to do something else that's like related to being around the ocean. I was like, you know your brand. You like are proud <laughs> of being, like everything about him is, I mean, if he's it, one- he wants to be on vacation. He wants to be on vacation and like chill yeah. and like be with like Lisa Bonet. I mean, they're back together, good for them. And like, I what? just love, yeah. yes, yeah, right. They're they trying to work people. it out. Me too. People don't they, know about they, Lisa Bonet. They don't even Bonet. know them. <laughs> they, they don't. And I love her so much. Like the Scorpio energy is really true because she yeah. just don't care about none of y'all. She's there with her family. She sent her kid to a Waldorf school. And like a person who sends their kid to a Waldorf school is a person who was like, I just want to be uh, in the greenery with my money and then go and make pottery. Uh, and yeah. that's what she does every day. <sighs> She's also a fashion icon. Icon. Because again, she don't care. She don't, she don't care. care. If this movie were going to be too, like my two in this, like my my pick for a romantic dose, um, it's going to have to be um, the guy who plays the Hulk, whose name Mark Ruffalo. Oh, yes. Okay. And he's clearly the doctor. I mean, what else is he going to play? Um, and then uh, the boat captain is going to be Captain Crunch. But because they, for whatever budgetary reasons, can't pay for the product placement, there's just like Gaffney. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Captain that's, Brunch. That's that red mark that the brother got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, All right. Any final <laughs> thoughts? Anything? Here's what we like to leave on. Um, if you were going to give, what advice would you give to another adult who's about to sit down to watch this, whether they're with kids or without kids? What advice would you give them? Get, get nice and high and have a good time, you know? Like, just like, or like drink your wine, do whatever you gotta do. Be like, don't be sober. Uh, and then just know that it is a ride that you would wanna get off sometimes, but then you just stay on to be like, huh, let's see what happens. Yeah. Very good yeah. advice. Um, like, even though I wrote down everything I didn't want to happen, just be prepared. It's a Disney movie. You want it to go differently, then you know it will, <laughs> but it won't. <laughs> it will um, take. It's super pretty. Yeah, it is very pretty. It will take the road more traveled. Um, yeah, it'll I- take the divot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I and the advice I would give is, um, don't. You can't take anything too serious, and there's. Uh, to your point, Katie, it's a visual feast. The I love the fashions. I love the time period esque stuff. I love the um, the CGI at times. At times. At times. So just yeah. don't take it serious and just like watch the pretty colors happen to your face. You know. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Well, thank you both so much for being here. 
Of course, thank you for having us. Oh my God. Okay, I'm going to hit the stop recording button, but we'll stay on. Disney Adult is part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. That is the Trident network.com and also don't forget to follow disney adult on instagram at at disney.adult.podcast